What is going on, guys? And welcome back or welcome to the My Three Cents podcast. Y'all, today it was another episode where I put really the decision of what we were talking about today into your hands. And y'all, you guys picked a fun one because today we are chatting all about simple, easy, yummy meal ideas that I frequent that are currently on rotation in my house, in my mouth, on my plate, in my kitchen, and all up on my grocery list. I'm going to tell you what I eat. I'm going to tell you how delicious it is. I'm also going to give you a warning that if you are hungry coming into this podcast... Y'all, here's your warning. You likely need to have a snack handy because we're going to be talking about some of the most mouthwatering foods that I frequent. And I am excited to kind of give you a little peek behind the curtain of what is happening all up in my kitchen, all up in my My Fitness Pal. Um, for some context here, if you guys don't know me, hi, my name is Olivia Lagoonzad, and I have been a nutrition coach for a handful of years now. Um, in a past life, I was a bodybuilding and bikini competitor. Now I'm a breastfeeding toddler mom who teaches other mamas postpartum how to be able to be the fit and healthy mom that can keep up with their kids and also the healthy, happy, fulfilled and confident mother that is nourished and excited and feels amazing in her body and wants more awesome, high quality years of life and using really stupid, simple, really easy strategies to be able to bring that to life. Also, I want to let you guys know As a disclaimer, I am not a Betty Crocker McGee, okay? I want to let you know, no one will ever refer to me as like Martha Stewart in the kitchen or a a female version of Gordon Ramsay, if you will. So I want to let you know, full transparency, that's not me. That's not my vibe. If you are here, you are here for easy, yummy, tasty, simple to make, simple to clean up, one pot vibe type of meals. Um, Nothing that I'm going to talk about here is overly complex or complicated because just honestly, I just don't want to do that. That's just not my priority with my food. Um, So everything we're going to talk about here is pretty, you know, it's pretty welcome for any level of chef. Okay. If you are a wonderful, wonderful cook in the kitchen, I appreciate you. I admire you. I'm not you. So you're going to get maybe a little bit more elementary advice. Here's the thing. They're simple and yummy and we're going to just hop right in. So first things first, y'all, you guys know for number one, we have to give a shout out to ye old crock pot chicken recipes. If you know one thing about me, you know that I will cook with my crock pot more than I will cook with anything else, okay? I use a toaster, I use a microwave, I use a crock pot frequently, okay? All of the time. I use a crock pot more than I use a coffee maker, okay? I do drink cold coffee, so I drink coffee more than I actually do use my crock pot, but I am using this crock pot at least on a weekly basis, okay? If I do not have one, I'm buying another one. If something happens to mine, I'm buying another one. It is one of those staple small kitchen appliances. They're so affordable. Honestly, they're very cheap, if I do say so myself. You can get them at a giant eagle. You can get them at a Walmart. You can get them at a Target, at a grocery store. It doesn't even matter. They're constantly on clearance, and I'm sure they're all up and down Amazon. Um, Get something basic. Throw your chicken in there. Throw your meat in there. Let that bad boy either cook on low for eight hours or on high for four hours, and you are able to prep your food in literally zero time flat. But here's the thing. My meal idea for number one is not just throw your chicken in a crock pot, even though if you are not doing this, it is a really amazing, simple, easy way for your lean, high-protein meals to not be full of like dry mouth like please someone give me a drink of water my mouth is in the Sahara desert type of vibe I feel like it's so easy for lean chicken and lean meat to get like dry and it's hard to swallow so I want to let you know if you are cooking all up in the crock pot if that is going to be where you're dipping your toe in I want you to be aware that you can use oil or marinade and lots of seasoning y'all 
I use a lot of seasoning. You can use some chicken broth, no matter what you're making. Get those juices flowing in there. Get some spices happening in there. That is one simple way that you can have really yummy, delicious, tasty, high protein be kind of made for you, done super simple, but it's also not super dry because it's cooked and you're not removing it from the juice or you don't have to. You can keep some of it in there. But I'm going to tell you one of the most beloved, beloved things that I will ever make with my crockpot chicken, y'all. It's going to be like a burrito bowl or like an at-home, think like at-home chipotle kind of vibe, okay? You can put this bad boy in rice. You can do steamy rice. You can put this kind of like pulled chicken. I kind of like break my chicken down so it really is like that pulled chicken consistency after it cooks in the crockpot. You can put this in tacos. You can put this in rice. You can put this in pasta. You can just eat this and then do veggies or whatever on the side. I think putting some sort of base, whether it's like a rice or something, rice has kind of been what I've frequented, especially in the last like year and a chunk that I've been, you know, in large part gluten-free, or I guess it's almost a year, I guess this summer, but all to say, I like something that kind of catches all of the yummy flavors and the juices. Um, again, I feel like it just plays really well together. So my first idea for you is going to be crock pot chicken, burrito bowl style, put in some peppers, put in some onions. Think of the things you'd put in your meals at Chipotle or at BB Bop. You can make it whatever flavors under the sun you desire with your crock pot chicken. It doesn't need to be garlic and herb. It doesn't need to be lemon pepper. It can literally be whatever you desire make it fit your taste change it up every week it doesn't even matter but that is kind of my recipe there if I'm trying to do enough chicken to make lunch for like let's say like big portions for you know say even like a week I'm gonna do at least two pounds of chicken just kind of for rule of thumb for me if I'm doing this for like my lunch meal prep so just kind of be aware I eat really high protein but just kind of that's how much I buy to make that happen now number two is actually going to be my lunch that I have shared on Instagram so much this week um and it's one of my favorite lunches of all time and I feel like I'm back in the swing of it I missed it and I will go down this rabbit hole of being obsessed with this food and eat it all the freaking time and y'all right now this food that I'm obsessed with that you guys already know what I'm gonna say y'all it is my Greek salads the obsession is strong the cravings are mouth-watering I look forward to this delicious combination of food every single day and here's the thing if you want to know how delicious this is I'm recording this on a Thursday okay I want to let you know this was prepped to give me enough meals or (laughs) enough salad supplies enough volume yes volume that's what I want to say for Monday through Friday lunch prep okay it lasted me three days because I literally, I literally devoured it. It was so good, okay? I have never eaten a salad so fast in my life. Um, but Greek salads, how I make them. You take romaine. You either buy it prepped or you're going to buy hearts of romaine. You're going to soak them. You're going to prep them. You're going to cut them. You're going to use a red onion. You're going to get some Roma tomatoes or like those stem tomatoes that come in a set of like five-ish. I do one tomato per salad, Okay. I also do some feta cheese. You can do flavored. You can do reduced fat. I don't care what you do. Get some feta cheese happening up in there. Get some chicken. I did a Greek kind of flavored chicken this time. Um, My husband actually cooked it for me in the skillet, okay? So I call it le chicken skillet or skillet chicken, okay? (laughs) Because a country version of this. Essentially, you're going to slap on some onion, some garlic, some oregano. I believe Lance put on some lemon juice. We're going to do salt and pepper, and then we're going to get a little bit crispy. I love some skillet chicken happening. Um, And so that's what I did there. I also have a favorite dressing for this one. I do the gazebo brand. It's like their Greek dressing. There's probably some more specific name for it, but gazebo Greek dressing. If you Google it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Top it with some salt and pepper. Do some cucumbers all up in there. It is so good and refreshing and like crunchy like that salad hits so good 
the texture, the crunch, the freshness, the seasoning, it is off the absolute chain. If you have never tried a Greek salad, try it. I will also say, if you love Greek salads, you will, you will notice that I did not put any like um, nuts or like olives in this. I, even though my name is Olivia and it actually means olive tree, I'm gonna tell you what, I am not an olive girl. They give me the ick, I am not an olive person. You will never find me eating an olive. I can't do it. I love a pickle, I can't do an olive. So if you're an olive girly, slay for you. It's not for me. Do whatever you choose to do in your own lunch. This is just an idea. <laughs> now, number three is going to be another popular one that I share all the flipping time. This is turkey sandwiches or deli meat sandwiches. I personally love chicken, especially of the spicy sort. Spicy buffalo chicken. Love that. Love a honey turkey. I love a peppered turkey. I just personally love deli meat. I love deli meat. I love spicy capicolo. I love spicy Italian meat. I love a deli meat sandwich. But if we are going to do one for the macro's sake, we're going to be picking a rotisserie chicken or a deli chicken. We're going to be picking a seasoning on that if we want it. We're also going to be picking maybe some turkey, okay? We want to have something that's high protein. I love my meat also sliced thin, but y'all, I'm no stranger to putting like five or six slices of meat on a sandwich, and I, uh, I'm a meat girly, okay? So I will go all in on that. Um, I love to do like specifically if you want to know what type of pickles that I love, if you're ever curious of, Olivia, what kind of pickles are you eating today, okay? It's going to be the Grillo's brand. I love them so much, absolutely so much. After I tasted them, I will never be able to not eat them. Like they are genuinely my number one pickle favorite. They are my favorite ever. The Grillo's brand, they make a hot pickle. Okay. If you can find the Grillo's hot pickles, you will literally be obsessed. They are so garlicky. They are so deliciously seasoned. I can't even wrap my mind around it. Those are my go-to pickles. Okay. If you also want to know another thing about me, if I'm eating just about anything, I want garlic and I want a lot of onion on it. My mom is an onion girl and I was raised in a house of onions constantly. And I'm gonna tell you what, I love a red onion, but on my sandwiches, I'm always gonna do a white onion. I love that crisp, I love that crunch. I want it to kind of like sting a little bit. Um, so I love that. I also love mayonnaise. Fun fact about me, I'm never gonna eat a dry salad and I'm likely never gonna eat a sandwich without even a little bit of schmear. Okay, I don't wanna feel dry bread. You know, that's just, that can be your vibe. That is not my vibe. Um, so respectfully, I'm going to put a little bit of light mayo on that. I'm going to put something. doesn't even have to be mayo. It just has to be something. So there's a little bit of slip. I'm always going to season my sandwiches. I am always going to do maybe a little bit of oregano. I'm going to do salt and pepper. I'm also going to do toasted bread. Um, I'm currently vibing with the gluten-free either Char brand is like my favorite. I love gluten-free from Trader Joe's. And I also vibe hard with gluten-free from Kroger, okay? Don't really like the crust. I will totally pick off the crust from, <laughs> from Kroger's gluten-free bread. I honestly just think it tastes really weird. Um, but here's the thing. If you want to know my favorite bread of all time, I love a ciabatta. I love like a roll. I love like a bun. But here's the thing. Whenever you're in the gluten-free territory, the bread options are just not always hitting. So do what you so choose there. But having a sandwich, they're high protein. You can pack them full of veggies. You can put tomatoes. You can put lettuce. You can put spinach and greens. You can do whatever you want here. I typically will do like if I'm on the go, maybe I'll grab an applesauce pack so that I can have some, you know, micronutrients coming in and, you know, some really yummy fruit or maybe veggies coming in. Maybe I'm going to do some carrots on the side. Maybe I'll do some extra cucumber on the side. Um, maybe I'll do, you know, some watermelon or some fruit or, or an apple or banana. I try to pair stuff like that with like a fruit or veggie. A personal goal for me is that I try to do either a fruit or veggie 
at least one at every meal time because I want at least three in my body every day and I oftentimes get five even just by having that in my head. Um, that's a typical thing I plug in with my clients. You are welcome to steal that strategy. Now let's talk about number four on the list. This is going to be a stir fry. Y'all think of like a one pan meal. Think peppers, think onions, think seasoning, think greens. You could make a stir fry that's kind of like, think like hibachi style. Maybe you're going to do like a fried rice or rice with veggies, maybe some soy sauce to taste. Maybe you're going to do chicken or beef or shrimp. I am a huge fan of like fajitas or a stir fry. I love just like a bowl of stuff. Okay. It's like a running joke with me and some of my private clients. <laughs> like I will regularly recommend just like make a bowl of stuff. I don't know why, but I just love a bowl of stuff, whether it's like different kinds of fruits, different random veggies. I used to do a lot of bowls of stuff back in my bodybuilding days when I tell you I would do like greens and Alfredo sauce and I'd be looking for like these bowls of stuff recipes online. It was insane. But here's the thing. I love a bowl of stuff and I love a burrito bowl. I love a bowl of pasta and I also love a stir fry. I love the taste. I love how all the flavors play really nice together. And as someone who is not you know, particularly in love with doing dishes and cleaning up the kitchen post kitchen takeover or post meal prep, having things that are like, I'm going to reach for a steamable bag of veggies to do this, or I'm going to just prep these few things, everything is going in the same pan and having minimal dishes. If you tell me a recipe tastes good, it has veggies, got some protein in it, and it has minimal dishes and minimal prep time. You don't know what? My ears are gonna perk up. So I'm telling you what, if you have not opened your eyes to the world of stir fry, open your eyes. You can do this with a rice base. You could do this fajita style and put them in corn tortillas. I don't care what you do, y'all. A stir fry is so good. And I actually feel like you could make this or something similar like this, throwing it all in the crock pot and like genuinely letting it just vibe out. I feel like that might get you more into stew territory, but honestly, do we really care? <laughs> it's simple. It's easy. It's tasty. It's delicious. And it's really quick to make, okay? Now, fifth and final, we are entering the taco territory. Y'all, if you want to know one thing about me, I could eat tacos legitimately every single day of my life. A breakfast taco, a dessert taco, doesn't matter what kind of taco. It could be pork. It could be Nashville hot chicken. It could be beef. It could be bulgogi. It could be chicken. It could be spicy chicken. I could eat shrimp. I don't care. I would love to eat a taco. They're not only so simple to make, so delicious, so tasty, but this is one of the things that I will repeat over and over and over again until I am blue in my face in my fitness journey, and I very much have <laughs> for years because this is one of those things that I can take the base. Y'all, I can take the template. I can take the frame. I want a corn tortilla. I'm going to have some sort of seasoned meat and I'm going to have some toppings. You can take this and kind of copy and paste it into every single week of dinners. Maybe you're going to have a taco Tuesday and every Tuesday it's a different taco, but you have the same template. Y'all, the flavors can change so much. Tomatoes versus no tomatoes. Sour cream versus guac. Corn versus pico. It doesn't even matter. There's like a gajillion different ways that you can make your chipotle taste different. Y'all, there's a bazillion different combinations for tacos, genuinely. And here's a hack for you. If you ever are getting uninspired about what you should make for meal prep, y'all, can I just give you a, a recommendation <laughs> that I think is really fire? Literally pull up a restaurant menu for a restaurant that you really love and read through the things on there. Especially, I know that there is one taco restaurant that I'm obsessed with. I, if you ever ask me to go there, I don't care if it's 2 a.m., I will go with you. 
I want that food. They're not open, but we can hang out until they are. I would love to have a taco. Here's the thing. If I were to ever get uninspired with the taco combinations I was coming up with, you want to know how simple it is for me to Google their menu and say, oh, they're doing a teriyaki chicken. That sounds great. I'm going to do that instead this week. Y'all, the resources are everywhere. We just have to open our eyes. Y'all, it is 2023. We're like halfway through this year. We are too far into this wonderful and amazing year. In this stage of our society, (laughs) in this time in our lives. Y'all, there are way too many resources around us to not be taken advantage of them. It can be so simple to eat yummy, healthy, quick, to make simple, straightforward meals. You don't have to be an expert chef. You don't have to break the bank. You don't have to cook and prep for 60 minutes to be able to get a yummy meal in your belly that fuels your metabolism, that fuels your muscles, and that pushes you forward in your transformation. Take it from me. I have never done extensive meal prep in my life. I think I have eaten maybe a total of 10 HelloFresh meals in my entire life, and I only did that because they were a wedding gift from my sister, Lexi, amazing gift, incredible. But here's the thing, y'all, the amount of people that feel this nudge that healthy eating is more complicated than not healthy eating, I'm gonna tell you what, it doesn't have to be. Y'all, you're the CEO of your own fitness journey. You can act like it at any time. You're the CEO of your meals. You're the CEO of your health. If you don't like a policy, if you don't like a thing that's been happening, Put your foot down, change it, put something new in effect. You are the leader after all. Y'all, my two cents as we close out this episode today is that simple, healthy, easy food can not only be accessible, but it can actually be really straightforward to make. And if it ever doesn't feel that way, message me, reach out. I work daily with ladies to help them fuel their body. And I've been doing this trial and error style on my own body for years. And if you ever get stuck or you ever need support or you're curious, man, you know, what can I do to mix up my food? What can I do to hit my macros? What are you making for lunch this week? Message me on Instagram at Olivia Lagoon's Ad Fit. And I am happy to give you all of the tea. Genuinely. Y'all, if you have listened to this podcast, know that from the bottom of my heart, I hope that this directly impacts you and benefits you moving forward. And I hope that you are able to take my two cents here and really embody some of the tips that I've shared. Or maybe this, maybe this sparks another idea for you of like, oh, wait, now that you say this, I thought of this other recipe for like a rip off of like the Cheesecake Factory Asian lettuce wrap that I loved. I'm going to make that for my meal prep. I hope that this is just leaving you encouraged, motivated, and inspired to fuel your body because it doesn't have to be a sacrifice. It really can be epic. But y'all, if you have listened to this podcast, I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I am so, so grateful. And if you feel so inclined, I would love for you to hit download on this episode. Downloading and leaving reviews on my podcast is one way that I get to help more people and have other ladies feel support in their health and fitness journey too. It's one way I get to connect with them. So if you feel so inclined, dude, I would love that. But y'all, the end all be all is that I want this podcast to always be your home for health and fitness advice. And I want you to come in here feeling motivated and excited and inspired to continue pouring into you on your health and fitness journey. And I would love to be able to do episodes that are directly answering you guys' questions. So go ahead and go over to my Instagram and message me. If you're listening right now, what is one big fitness question you have? Because I want these episodes to be so potent and so impactful for you and your growth and your continued development in your health and fitness journey. 
I love you guys endlessly. I hope that this hit the spot for you this week. Have an amazing rest of your day. I love you guys. Have an awesome weekend. If you try any of these out, message me on Instagram at Olivia Lagoon's Outfit and let me know. See you next time.